What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram. It's at Heroes for Sale. Also on TikTok. Uh, if you go to the link in my bio, you'll also be able to find my Twitch channel, uh, which has a couple videos on there. You can take a look and maybe drop a follow. Um, there's also my merch store, which it, I, I don't know if I would call it merch, I guess, because it's not like it's not Heroes for Sale merch. I, I don't know. Maybe it is merch, whatever. But uh, there is like some Lucas shirts, there's some Trey shirts. I'm hoping to maybe put another shirt up this week. I don't know if I will be able to, but uh, hopefully, I mean, Luca and Trey shirts, I think are pretty cool up there. So uh, let's get into the episode today. So today I am going to be talking about some baseball cards, specifically Series 1. Uh, series 1 is scheduled to come out on February 5th. And Tops is also doing a pretty cool thing. They're doing a 1 million card rip party at the AT&T Stadium in, um, in Dallas. Uh, I have seen a little bit of controversy about that, though, which I, I thought was kind of interesting because I didn't know. I, I saw a couple tweets that there were some breakers that weren't planning on shipping base cards in the packs uh, from Series 1, which then led to, I mean, the same thing that happens when it, stuff gets brought up. It started, it just kind of went downhill from there. And, you know, if, if you're talking to me, that's I'm just going to say uh, just don't buy into the product. I mean, there are going to be, like, Series 1 is one of the, one of the most circulated products for tops every year. I think this year is going to be a little bit better. Uh, it's going to be one of the better Series 1 because there's a lot of anticipated rookies in there, which I'll get into in a little bit. But I think if you don't want – like, I, I don't know if they're going to be – I'm sure all the breakers will be live streaming the event at the stadium. Um, and Tops probably should be doing some sort of live stream as well. But you figure a million cards. I mean, how many – if they have 100 breakers there, that's – I'm going to show my math skills here. I think that's like that's like a hundred thousand cards if they have a hundred breakers. So like if it's truly a million cards, and they are truly breaking packs to get to a million cards, I don't know the it, the details of it. I haven't exactly seen, so I don't know exactly how um, all the breakers because there are breakers that are that are going to be selling the base cards. But you figure this is like an event type of thing so like sure breakers are selling spots and breaks and sure you're gonna you could buy into these breaks but like in my opinion you're looking at like there's tons of other breaks so i don't know if, if you're asking me like just don't buy into those breaks that people aren't selling the, selling the base cards like uh, some people don't have a great opinion about breakers i have a i have a i don't really have an opinion i think they're i mean i think they're part of the business so like i don't think I think people can be kind of hard on that, hard on them sometimes because they're making money. And I think, like I've said in the past, I said this on an Instagram live stream. I think people, when pe people start making money from something, um, or people start making money from something that other people consider a hobby, uh, the opinion of that thing then sort of can change a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, without breakers like. And I understand that 
I think some card shops, uh, some from opinion from people that I've talked to and people that I've heard uh, on podcasts and stuff like that, you know, card shops and breakers are kind of at odds now because breakers get a lot of product um, and they get they sometimes will get more product than stores themselves. And I think it's mainly I don't know exactly the reason. And I think it's mainly because the online business helps the card companies maybe a little bit more than a shop does. I mean, obviously if you have a local card shop around you, like that's someone's business and you should support it. Like I think that's one thing that some people don't realize when they're commenting online is that in the, in maybe, and I'm going to use specifically in the card community because this could be a broader topic of just in general people commenting online, but people sometimes comment online. And I don't think for them, their online presence is just, for the hobby like they're just it's just a hobby like they don't really have any type of business aspect to their type of uh commenting that they do online where for some people this is a business and for some comp for some accounts and people their online presence is a business so i think i also look at it in that way as well um i think some people don't they don't care as much about what they're doing online because of the aspect that they're just messing around. Like they're, they're sure they maybe they have a card account or maybe they have some sort of account that has a lot of followers and maybe they stop buy and sell cards on there. But like, there's ways to buy and sell cards other off of off of Instagram and off of Twitter. So people don't. I don't think people take into account when they're commenting on stuff that like these are these this is a business for people. Like in and in, in this aspect, the breaker that's choosing not to ship the base cards is because they're they're part of an event that they're opening up millions of cards or a million cards, which granted they're probably opening up like I said, if there's a th if there's a hundred breakers there, that means each breaker's opening up a hundred oh wait, no, sorry, that doesn't make sense. 10,000, I think. So 10, yeah, so 10,000 cards. So granted, I don't know what the volume that the breakers are doing, but like 10,000 cards, sorry. So if you were listening to this, hopefully you made it this far. I said earlier in the podcast it was 100,000. That'd be if there were 10 breakers. If there's 100, it's 10,000. So you figure there is, for top series one, there's probably eight to 12 cards. In the, there's probably, I think there's, 10 cards in a pack. I don't know. I'm going to say 10 because I think it's either 8 or 12, so I'm going to say 10 as a middle uh, and because it's going to be easy math. So there's um, – they're opening up 10,000 cards. That's 1,000 packs they're opening up, and I don't know how long the event is. I don't know if it's a race or what the deal is, but for some breakers, like they may – they also may be going, and they may not be – to, it's not that they're not invited by tops, but they may not be like a tops guest where they're getting sort of that maybe they're getting a little bit of a benefit of coming because tops is maybe paying for some stuff. Maybe they're paying for their way there. And for them to then have to ship these all these cards, it's just not financially sustainable for them. Like which I granted, I think, what's going to end up happening to a lot of the cards that don't get shipped will just be that tops will do something with them, you know, which I think is fine as well. I think if tops is, I, I don't know if they are doing this, but I'm sure that someone's thought about this. Like I'm sure tops is probably 
going to be donating the cards somewhere like that would I mean that would make sense to me if some if they were to do that I don't know if they are but that would make sense like I said so now we're going to get into series one and I probably will come with another podcast closer to the date of when it's released maybe if we get some more info but what I have seen so far is that we basically we're gonna have a pretty stacked rookie class coming out of series one. And it's gonna be way better. Series one's gonna be way better than last year. It's gonna be like almost like night and day. Series one last year was really bad. Like there was basically no rookies that came in the product. And that's obviously that's an issue for tops. I mean, if they have if they have product that's just not selling, like they obviously have to figure out a way. So like that's why some people are saying that the deadline that um, the Jordan, Jordan Alvarez deadline isn't exactly real, which I don't know. I mean, I guess you'd have to go back and see who other players that were affected by this, the hypothetical deadline. Someone from Forbes uh, examined baseball on TikTok. They actually reached out to me and they said that they were, I think they, they said that either they were the one that wrote the article or that they were found the, uh, they found the date and that there was apparently last year there was an exact date where somebody made an appearance, somebody made their debut, and they were in Top's update, and then someone, and then Jordan Alvarez made their his his debut the next day, and he isn't in until this year. Granted, I think if realistically, I think they could have put Jordan Alvarez in Top's update, and I think that series one still would have sold pretty well because you're still gonna have Gavin Lux, you're still gonna have. Uh, Boba Shett. You're still gonna have that guy that hit all those home runs, like uh, Acuna or something. I forget his how to pronounce his name, but he's also gonna be in Series One. So I mean, you got like you got like four to five players that I think people will really want to try and get coming out of this product, and I and out of Series One, which I think is really great. One thing that you could run into though is if you are buying Series One rookies. The pricing, like I would say the one reason why some baseball rookies aren't as valued as some other ones is because of that, because of the the product they came out of. Like Mookie Betts, he came out of Topps Update. So like there aren't as many Mookie Betts's. I don't know if that's, I always, I never know how to do with the S at the end if you add an S or whatever. Mookie Betts, his cards came out of Topps Update. So maybe his cards aren't as in, sorry, see the Bionic. As, as high in circulation as um, as I'm going to go back to 2017, uh, uh, Aaron Judge and Alex Bregman were both in top series one. So, or and then and then in that same year, you look at um, you look at Cody Bellinger. He was in tops update. Um, and I, you know, I guess you could look at all the players and how good they are. And Cody Bellinger is probably the best one out of the three. So like, sure, his cards should be probably higher in price, but also like Bregman and Bregman and judge is, you could have in the middle of the season last year, you could buy his rookie cards for 20 bucks. Bregman, in my opinion, obviously there's the Astros scandal that's going on. So I think things are probably going to get shooken up in Houston, um, and now you maybe look at some of the players in Houston, you say, well, how good were they really doing? Because there's also some video going back to 2014 of these players and the coaches and them participating in the, like the banging of the trash can or whatever they were doing. And you say, how much of that, 
we'll see. This year, I mean, I think they're going to have a down year, and I think mm, they could have a down year. And I think I just think if they do, they're obviously going to be blaming it on the the cheating or whatever. So you look at Bregman and you say how much of that maybe was from there. I don't. He, he I don't think he's the type of player that I think. He has a chance at winning some MVPs in the future, and I think he also has some chance of, uh, I'm going to use quotes here, parentheses, uh, air quotes, like face of the league type uh, trajectory. Like he has, he, I mean, honestly, he he's friends with the Barstool guys, which I think like if you're, the, actually the, the Barstool guys, and I'm going to go back to baseball, but I just want to talk about something real quick. So the Barstool guys, so the mixtape is a basketball podcast, and they were the ones that actually put me on to Bam Akadibo at the beginning. Because when I was listening to their podcast, they talk about him. They talk about like OG um, is another big man. But they were talking, because I think they're Kentucky guys, I'm pretty sure, because the one, the one guy on the podcast is a Kentucky guy. Um, but they put me on to the BAM cards, and I bought some, and he's having a great season. Um, and now we're back to the baseball. So Bregman has done some stuff, not obviously with the basketball guys, but with uh, Jared Carabas and the Barstool. Like, he's done videos with them, and I think that is honestly a really smart thing for a player to do business-wise slash personality-wise is to kind of do make some content with them. I mean, they're... I don't know if you've heard me talk about this in the past. I mean, I'm like a huge Barstool guy. Obviously, being from Boston, like the Boston vibes there is obviously huge. But also just I really like all the stuff that they – or I like most of the stuff that they do. There's some there's some people there that I don't particularly like, uh, mostly Yankee guys. But for the most part, I'd say most of the stuff that they do at Barstool is very well thought out and very funny and also very – ahead of the times of kind of where the internet blogging atmosphere is like they, they bring in and and you can see it just because you can see that I think larger companies are agreeing with that because larger companies are agreeing with that point because of look at all the interviews that like part of my take has gotten how many people are coming into their offices. Um, I think so Alex Bregman, I think doing that kind of, um, PR kind of, I guess you could call it, but being being friends with them, I think is a big deal for his media presence, which I think will then hopefully lead to maybe him growing a bit and becoming more of a face of the league. But like I said, you can buy those cards for like 20 bucks and, or you could, I don't know. I, I should have looked up the price. I forget off the top of my head what the price is now, but you look at Bregman and um, Judge and their cards came from Series 1 from 2017, and they were there's just like a ton of them. Um, and I think that could be an issue for some of these rookies coming up. I mean, Bo Bichette, like I said, I think he's the, he's the guy that I think is probably going to be like, um, he's going to be like the Fernando Tatis of this year. Like, he's just going to be, I think he's going to be a stud. I think I've seen the way that he plays, um, he, he has great hair. There was a video I saw of him uh, where he was talking to some. He, I think he was down in the Dominican Republic, maybe. I forget exactly where the video came from, but MLB posted this video, uh, and he was talking to these little kids, and it was like crazy how much like poise he had as such a, like a young. I, I get it. He's talking to kids, so how much poise do you really need? But he he really seemed very personable, in my opinion, and I think 
I think that does matter when you're talking uh, like humility and ability to get better at something. Uh, so I think he has that kind of, he has that gene potentially. So I think in the future we'll see him maybe make that next leap. He played last year and he was obviously part of that rookie class that, so technically he was a rookie last year. I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. So we'll see if, cause Jordan, the, the weird thing that I think is something Jordan Alvarez is going to have rookie cards in tops update, which comes out next December or next October. But then there's also like Bowman's best and there's tons of products that are going to come out next year that Alvarez is going to have a rookie card logo. Like at the end of in December, he's going to have rookie card logo cards. So, I mean, that's kind of weird. I also am on the lookout for the, one of the first sets of 2020 for uh, tops living because I think they're going to, now that we're into the new year and they have the Bichettes and they have the Gavin Lux and they have the, uh, a, a, a Kuhn, a, a Cal, a Kowloon, a Cow. I don't, honestly, I need to look up how to pronounce the name. I totally forget. And I'm sorry if Reds fans, if there's any Reds fans listening to this, I don't know how to pronounce, uh, his last name, but then you also have Alvarez and, I, if I were them, to be honest, I would do a special edition four pack of those four rookies or like a special edition Alvarez Bichette type of thing. Um, the way that they've done in the past, I think they're going to do a Dante Bichette, Bo Bichette, um, tops living set because that's what they've basically done in the past. Like they did do, like they did Carl Uskremski and Steve Uskremski. They also did Craig Biggio and Kevin Biggio, which I made some TikToks about this. I think that the Blue Jays are probably that next team that's looking at, uh, they're looking to look at a step up in their overall franchise because, you know, they just signed the pitcher from the Dodgers. Um, they... They just have a lot of like young talent on that team that I think I don't know if I don't know they might have the best the best young team in the league next to like the Padres. I think the the White Sox are also getting into that conversation and I at once Luis Robert signed that extension that kind of makes me think that he might be on the opening day roster because of what they did with Eloy Jimenez. But we'll see. Uh who knows there. I mean, he, he signed the extension, so there's no re realistically the only reason why they wouldn't have him start on opening day is if they want him to get some more uh, reps down in double A before they bring him up. But, like, I don't know. If they think that, if they're if they're willing to sign him to a six year extension the way that they did Eloy Jimenez, I feel like they're like, yeah, you're going to, you'll be, we'll bring you up, which he's not going to be in series one. So that means he probably will be in series two. So I will be keeping an eye on some of these prospects that aren't aren't maybe opening day roster people or they are and they just they aren't they aren't gonna be in series one because I bet you there's gonna be some other great rookies that are coming out of series one too but those are basically the top four guys in my opinion that you're looking at for the top players um but then series two you might have Luis Robert that would be pretty cool um and then you got some maybe some other call-up rookies but I don't know I think this year it may be worth your time to buy some series one hobby boxes and hold on to them. Um, I don't think you'll see, I don't know. I don't know. See, this is a prediction that I'm not hundred percent sure about because I don't know how 
I don't know what's going to happen with the production, like the overall total production of the product. Like, obviously, it's Series 1. It's one of the most produced products out of the three flagship sets and out of basically all the sets throughout the whole year because it's it's not just... It's not like Allen and Ginter or it's not like Gypsy Queen where... Um, where they only are producing it for a certain part of the year, uh, only producing it really and coming out with it for like a few months, basically from the day series one is comes out to the day series two comes out, they're making it. And I would almost think that they probably are making it after the fact as well. I don't know though. Um, but that's, so that's going to be it. So series one coming out a couple months or a month from now, less than less than a month, actually. Sorry. Uh, some big rookies coming out of there. That's going to be it for the episode today. Uh, you know what to do. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. I said that's at the beginning of the show. Uh, there wasn't a shout-out uh, because I'm recording this. I haven't released the first episode with the shout-out yet. So if you want to get a shout-out on the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram with a topic that I can discuss on the show, and you hope you'll probably get a shout-out. I mean, I can't imagine... Uh, tens of hundreds of people are going to be doing this so I'm hoping to get one per episode and if a few people reach out uh, then I'll be spreading them out and I'll have a kind of a podcast topic I could talk about and for the most part I've kind of been sticking to one topic but like if I can bring back multiple topics and get give multiple shout outs or one shout out per episode whatever I mean that's that's something that I'd be that's something I'll probably be, be willing to do if I can get a couple different uh, topics from people and be able to give the shout outs to the people on Instagram. That's going to be it for this episode. Uh, episode 41, I believe. So that is going to be it for the episode, everybody. Oh, that's going to be it for the episode. Sorry, we got a technical issue here. That's going to be it for the episode, everybody. Bye.